right, we're back again. My partner and I, I'm Daryl Skinner with Chesapeake County Police, one of the recruiters with the police department, and my partner, Elliot. Hello, everyone. Nice to for you all to come back today and listen to us after the holiday season. And we got another special program for our listeners. I'm talking to some of our social media people that are in our officers that are in our police department. And uh, I want to start off with a good friend, B. How are you, young lady? Want to introduce yourself to our audience? I'm Beatrice Thomas, and I'm a corporal here with Chesterfield County Police Department. And my title is Social Media Coordinator. All right. And then we have a partner recruiter, Polly. That's me. I'm Polly Malatesta. I am a career officer with the Chesterfield County Police Department, and I am one of the recruiters. Awesome. Awesome. Partner, you want to get into it with them right now? Well, today we're going to be talking about social media. And, you know, we know that the public is all hooked into social media, whether it's Facebook or TikTok or any uh, uh, number of apps that we have out there, but we have specific apps we use to do different roles for the police department. And actually, we started using those, some of those um, uh, tools in recruiting. And uh, with Paulie here, I, I want to go through some of the things that um, that we've been doing uh, in recruiting our, our uh, at the universities throughout the um, eastern coast where we where we recruit at. Can yeah. you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, so, I mean, especially with social media, we have to be creative. Um, so we'll create flyers. We reach out to colleges, universities. Um, we'll do sporting events. We do military bases. So basically, we try to cater our messaging to our audience. And so with recruiting, our specific message is that we're hiring and that we're looking for people who want to be police officers with whatever background you may have, um, whatever experience you may have. That's what we're looking for. So we'll use social media to kind of spread that message as far as that goes. And what, and what, go what social, I'm sorry. What social media platforms do we utilize as a police department? So we use Facebook. Mm-hmm. Um, Instagram, we're on Twitter, uh, we're recently on LinkedIn, uh, we post videos on YouTube, um, Nextdoor, uh, is there anything else I'm missing? This is more your wheelhouse. Nope, that's it. <laughs> now, B, you got into it, uh, and we'll get into your history mm-hmm. in a moment, but the, the role that you show and that you do in the police department, how does that tie in with the recruiting and, and advertising what we have in Chesterfield County Police Department? So I tend to be the voice on social media platforms for the police department. Um, We have many users on Twitter and different Twitter handles. Um, One one of those is managed by Polly for the recruiting uh, department. And So you put the word out there on social media of everything about the police department, whether it's a train accident or a loss children or lost oh my goodness, adults yeah. or we use it we use it especially for recruiting right um next door is maybe not the best one because if you live in chesterfield then right. you already know we're hiring right um and, <laughs> and in next door we can only reach those people in chesterfield county um but but our platforms are used for all kinds of purposes. Instagram, I would say, is the one that is most dedicated to recruiting. Okay. Um, we like to show in Instagram the life of an officer, a day in the life of an officer. Right. And so that can be anything from um, having the road blocked for flooding mm-hmm. to um, the wonderful community outreach that we have our officers are able to do through community policing, community services, just stopping out with somebody on the road, anything like that. Um, So Instagram's main focus is really to attract people to the job, to Mm -hmm. show them the great things about this work. Um, And then Twitter we use for uh, breaking news. 
mostly. Um, Is a road closed? Is there a crash and you need to avoid it? Um, What are traffic safety messages we need to put out? Uh, For example, in two days, we have a new law that's passing in Virginia, which is the hands-free law. Mm -hmm. And so that has been a really big focus for us. Hey, make sure you have those hands-free devices. Make sure you have a car that has Bluetooth or whatever it's going to be. You need to be prepared because these are terrible habits that we all have in, in holding a phone, right? So we use these different platforms to put out that messaging. What does the community need to know? Is there a suspect that um, we have footage of that somebody can help us identify, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Get that information to our crime solvers people and get those tips into our detectives. Or are there trending crimes in your neighborhood that you need to know about? Um, Everybody knows you're supposed to lock your car. They never do. Um, But you know, what do you need to do to protect yourself? How can you prevent being a victim of fraud? All of those things. Okay, okay. Now, how did you get started in this role? Because both of you are sworn police officers. Right, right. Uh, but it, uh, it appears that's like we do. We recruit. Right. Uh, you handle the media. You handle our social media networks mm-hmm. and all that. So, so how long have you been in law enforcement? So I have been in law enforcement. This is my 18th year. And um, when they decided that we were actually going to use social media for the department as a, a tool to connect with our community, um, they put out an ad. I responded to it, and I ended up getting the position. Um, but they, it was high time that we jumped on that bandwagon. It wasn't going to be a fad. Social mm-hmm. media was here to stay and a great way to communicate back and forth, right? So we don't necessarily want people to report crimes to us through right. social media because I'm one person and I can't monitor it 24-7. Um, and we have a process of reporting things. But if they have questions or they have concerns about something that we've talked about, then, it, then it's open communication between between the community member or the resident across the country, mm-hmm. wherever it may be. So we're able to reach a lot of people with our messaging. So, And I like to give this out to some of the uh, young people or people that are applying for the police department. You are a sworn police officer. You actually still can go out and patrol and do the things that sworn police officers do. Right. But right now you are assigned to this unit. Right. Correctly? Mm-hmm. It's a great position for me right now, being a mother okay. um, of two girls, and especially with um, the school and the education system being the way it is right now with COVID. The kids are at home. The kids are at school. Um, personally, my kids, I have to pick them up and drop them off each day. So my, my schedule is flexible. So all of these different positions that we have within the department, mine being one of those great positions, allows some flexibility, um, some schedule changes for me. I can work, like on Sunday, we had a missing person go out, um, and and I ended up working all day on social media on Sunday at home and then was able to take yesterday off to do what I wanted to do. Awesome. awesome. That's good. Yeah. Nepali, you started as a recruiter. I mean, right. you started as a patrol officer. Mm-hmm. You transitioned into the recruiting office after the competitive process. Right. In addition to being still a recruiter, you are the point of contact for social media in our office. Yes. So I've kind of adopted this role <laughs> as Because Ellie and I progress. couldn't do it. Well, <laughs> right. yeah, you said it, not me. Couldn't or wouldn't. Or wouldn't do it. That's Those a combination. Are, <laughs> a combination of both. Those are two no, different so, things. So um, I tell people this all the time, especially um, – 
those that think of law enforcement as kind of like a one hat kind of show. Um, there's so many different avenues that you can do law enforcement and also whatever it is that you might be interested in, whether it be social media, investigations, canine SWAT, whatever it is. And just because it's not something that exists right now doesn't necessarily mean that it's not going to exist in the future. I know when B and I, B and I were both working the road when we made that transition to recruiting and social media. And so at the time, that wasn't a position that existed. And so who's to say what in 5, 10, 15 years is going to look like when it comes to these positions? And luckily, we're a department that can roll with the punches and, and adapt and grow and right. continue to add those things. Um, so I, I um, you know, did a lot of training and understand social media just from personal use. Um, and, and I'm able to transition that personal experience into, um, you know, the social media world when it comes to recruitment. Now, I know you said recently we added LinkedIn. Yes. And how is that working? So it's good. Um, a lot. So we recruit, obviously, anyone that is interested in law enforcement. And one of the tools that we have available to us is LinkedIn, because a lot of military personnel that are transitioning out are required to create a LinkedIn profile. Oh, okay. So we use that as a transitioning tool for them, and it allows us to introduce ourselves and show our brand. Um, and same thing, we kind of use it as a day in the life kind of a platform, because it's more so of a professional kind of platform where people go to advertise jobs or look for jobs or make those professional connections versus Facebook, which is a little bit more social in nature, a little bit more um, storytelling, storytelling, okay. funny videos kind of stuff. Um, so LinkedIn is great. Um, you know, our chief is heavy on social media as well. So he's oh, on we LinkedIn we as know. well. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so it's really good to kind of see that professional side of things as well. Mm -hmm. um, and so it allows us to kind of bridge that gap and allow those conversations to continue as well. I have plenty of contacts from career fairs with students who have graduated and now I'm reaching out to them about future jobs or right. internships or whatever it is. So it's another little avenue. Awesome. And now, that, go ahead. Yeah. With, with your own backgrounds educationally, how did you become the social media people? Do you have a degree in social media management or marketing or communications? Or so what was funny your story. Education. Um, you guys picked the two people that both went to Radford University. Ooh, ooh. All right, go Radford. <laughs> Great school. Great school. Uh, criminal justice major. Um, we went at different times, mm -hmm. but um, no, I don't have any background in it. In fact, I was one of those people that was like, I don't need no smartphone. <laughs> um, and so, and I don't need to be on Facebook. Oh, I'm looking at Elliot. He's cringing, but he knows it's true. <laughs> um, and so when the job came open, I really did my own research and figured out like what what those platforms were were like and how we could use them. Um, and, you know, I'm going to jump ahead a little bit, but yeah. we're not using all of the platforms um, that we could be using. But, but that's a decision that, you know, between the colonel and I, we've decided what – what the department is going to use and right. what is going to be beneficial for us. Not all platforms are going to be beneficial to us. Okay. Okay. That's good. I know, and I want to go back to this. Um, I know Ellie and I have traveled to some job fairs and tried <laughs> to use the, um, um, Lord, smartphone, smartphone, social media, smartphone, social media <laughs> and the, the, the hashtag. And, and, but we would actually would go to some of the students uh -huh. on campuses and, and say, what is the, which hashtag should we use mm -hmm. to get our message out that we're here recruiting? Right. And I know I had to call either B, I had to call you and say, mm -hmm. let's make sure we're on the right track. Do I send this to you or do I just send it out? <laughs> so y'all have, and then Paulie, the same thing mm -hmm. in, 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 in talking to you. How can we make it better for the recruiters to make contact with 
um, the students or the, the career development folks in, at the universities? Paul, Anna, you can answer um, that. I think we're doing a lot of good things. I think the biggest um, tool that we have is to share that information. Okay. Um, I know when I do social, you know, when I do um, virtual information sessions, because that's COVID life right now, you know, we're not really doing a lot of face-to-face kind of interactions with people. A lot of people don't know that we have a Facebook or an Instagram or a Twitter or a LinkedIn um, or a YouTube channel with videos that are informative or follow an academy class or whatever it is. And so I think that that's definitely something that's informational that we can share that, you know, everyone's got a phone, everyone has a Facebook, you know, or some kind of social media. So it's easy for them to just scroll through and see something that they might be interested in. And I know that it's working because some of our recruits are saying that they chose Chesterfield Mm -hmm. because of our social media presence. And what I like about that is how, um, you know, just the kind of environment that we put off to the community is we're very candid. We show the good days, we show the bad days, we have a lot of that open conversation with them. And so that allows them to see us as people and a police department versus this separate kind of entity that doesn't communicate. Right, exactly. So that's something I think we just need to continue to inform people. Like I know that we have the website on the back of our patrol cars, and I don't think a lot of people have visited our website before. So just little steps like that, I think are beneficial. I know I see a lot on social media because um, working overtime out in the public, people ask, how can we support the police? Mm-hmm. And I noticed, B, that we do put a lot um, on our social media of how people are supporting us, whether or not they're bringing in items to the stations or um, kids' birthday parties, inviting us to stop by. Right, exactly. Um, and I think it's important that we highlight that, that, that positive and that partnership. But I'm also aware that we often get negative comments on social media that we leave there. Really? We don't we don't the take them off area? the police department. Actually, I know that is shocking that shocking. people might not like the police. Oh, no. um, but we do get those and you know, I have had people question why don't we remove them or why do we allow comments? Can you speak about that? Right. Well, the problem is we're a government agency and people have the right to free speech. Um, So so we have to follow the First Amendment as a government agency. Um, And there are certain stipulations. The county has actually come up with a policy that we have tied to all of our social media platforms that says, you know, you can say whatever you want to say. It has to be tied to Chesterfield County business. It has to be tied to something relevant to Chesterfield County. Um, and there are only certain circumstances in which we're allowed to take something down, hide it, delete it, what have you. Um, and in those si- situations, we always consult, we, I, always consult with the county attorney okay. um, to make sure. So there may be some hurtful comments or some disparaging remarks, but, you know, we are trained in the academy from get-go to have a thick skin. Mm -hmm. And we might not like what everybody has to say, Mm -hmm. but people have the right to say what they want to an extent. Awesome, awesome. Now, now if we go back to, you know, I'm into the recruiting thing. Mm -hmm. Uh, If if we talk about um, handshake, that's part of the social media for schools, Mm -hmm. connecting to schools. Walk me through that. I see our other partner, um, uh, partner um, Butler. She's a huge help. She, she's a huge help. But walk me through Handshake for universities to know that we are still recruiting as as the virtual. Yeah. So every our- school is different. Um, I don't know too much about having a company or a uh, university profile with Handshake, but as an employer, mm-hmm. um, depending on which school. 
Um, there's a career services usually at every school. And typically nowadays with all of us being online and being on the internet, they have some sort of a career portal where an employer can go in and look up career fairs, look up um, mock interviews, look up points of contact for career services, whatever it is. And so Handshake is a, one of those bigger platforms where basically an employer like us can go in, create a profile and create a job posting. And then we can share that job posting to all of the other schools that have Handshake capabilities. Awesome. Other schools might have like College Central Network, right. for example, is one, or they might have their own kind of a website like Bengal Link with um, Clemson. Clemson. Mm -hmm. um, so, so everyone is different, but it's essentially the same thing um, where it allows us to go in and put our job postings, put our minimum qualifications, our point of contacts and things like that so that a student, instead of going to Google or going to our website directly, they can go straight to, straight to their prof, um, portal with their school mm -hmm. and look up internships or school opportunities or things like that. So it's a little bit more user-friendly for the student on yeah. that side. I like um, that. And it helps us out as well because we can do one massive job posting and click all the schools that we want yeah. versus going to every individual school, exactly. which I'm sure is what Juana's <laughs> working on. <laughs> so, okay. I know we're looking at our Instagram recently, we have added uh, two uh, new bloodhounds to the, the department. Oh, yes. <laughs> and a, I saw one had a holiday message last week. Holiday. Uh, holiday. Holiday. Message holiday. last week. And it appears that the, those uh, members of the department get more comments mm -hmm. than mm -hmm. just about anything else that we put on social media. Yeah. So we've had a canine unit forever and a day. That's not anything new. But these two bloodhounds seem to have taken over our social media. Wow. Um, and it's just they're lovable. Um, and they're there to do great things for us. You know, they're there to help us find people that, that need to be found. Um, and so, yeah, they're... They have fans. Um, there's a Maisie Monday <laughs> and a Rudy Tuesday, um, and we try to stick to that. But sometimes we get off, and it's been 2020, so that's right. okay if it shows up on a Friday. Right, <laughs> right. Mm -hmm. um, and wrapping this up, right. what else would you like the public to know about social media and your particular experiences in the department? I think that the best thing you can do if you live in this area is to follow our social media. We are the voice for anything that that tragically is going to occur in the area. If there's a flood and we need to evacuate people, our social media is going to be the voice, not the county, us. So um, any platform that, that you're on, you should follow us. We might not have anything interesting to say today for you, but tomorrow it might be vital. Right, right. right. Holly? Yeah, no, I agree. I think on the recruitment standpoint, it's still something that you want to look into um, because you might learn something that you didn't know about before. You might not know that we respond to these kinds of calls for service or that we do these kinds of measurements to you know, break down a car crash scene or things like that that you learn in the academy. Mm -hmm. um, I also think it's important because one of the questions that we get right now as a recruiter is, are you, are you guys hiring? hiring? Exactly. With COVID and everything going on, it's good to see that we're still having those classes. We're still testing. We're still doing all of these protocols to keep everyone safe. Um, and if you would follow us on social media, you would get that other outlook as well. Um, also, social media, I, I, I can kind of understand 
that some people might be timid to mm -hmm. go to a police officer and ask for help or ask them a question. And social media is another avenue for them to send a message or, um, you know, online it's got, you know, email addresses and things like that where people can also communicate with us that way so that we can point them in the right direction if they have a question about something that might have happened or something about how to help a family member with resources or whatever it is. Right. So it's definitely a lot more um, beneficial on different avenues versus it just being us to post pictures about dogs and lights right. and traffic stops. Right, you know? exactly. exactly. So can you tell our listeners again what the social media platforms are? I know we said them earlier, but let's, let's okay. let them know again. So we're on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, Instagram, Nextdoor, and we have a YouTube channel. And right. then, of course, we have this podcast, podcast. Right. on Spotify awesome. yeah. and SoundCloud. <laughs> and for the college students, we have... And for the college students, check out whatever kind of platform it is that you uh, your school might have, whether it be Handshake, College Central Network. Um, we're more than likely going to be on whatever that job platform is going to be. Awesome. Ladies, mm -hmm. thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you both. As always, you know, it's always another great podcast that we try to give to our community, that partnership we have with Chesterfield Community and... Just for County Police Department. And my partner, Elliot. Well, we want to thank everybody for listening again. We want to remind you, if you're interested in employment with the Chesterfield Police Department, check us out on our social media platforms as well as ChesterfieldPD.com. Have a great day. All right. Thank you. Great thank episode. You. Appreciate it. Thank you, guys. Thank you for listening to the Chesterfield County Police Department podcast. This episode was written by Daryl Skinner, sound engineer Chris Rizzuti. We are the Chesterfield County Police Department representing Chesterfield County, Virginia. Check us out online at ChesterfieldPD.com.